All right. Hello, and my name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Before we get started, the music you just heard is fun, it's upbeat, and in a way kind of depicts me. I would like to thank and give a very special shout out to my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who provided the music for this project. They're part of a company called Cinema Sonic, which is a company dedicated to providing quality audio and visual works for your next project. They're planning on opening a new studio in the Seattle area catering to professional-level podcast production. If you would like to learn more, visit their website at cinema-sonic.com. Cinema as in a movie cinema, hyphen, sonic as in supersonic.com. Let's see how long I can consistently talk about stuff. So yesterday was my last day at my job. It felt really weird that I was glad to be done, glad to be laid off after walking through the revolving gate. But it also felt like the world just kind of exploded. And I guess what that means is like losing losing your sense of control. When you lose your sense of control, it's like you're swimming in the ocean. You only know which way is up and which way is down. Where the sky is, where the water is, and which way the ocean floor is. I went to Dairy Queen and I got a blizzard. I got a chocolate chip cookie dough blizzard. I don't eat ice cream a lot, but... Mostly, if I go to the doctor, I'll go to get ice cream afterward. I haven't done that in a while because, like, corona, it just doesn't feel like a possibility a possibility anymore. But clearly yesterday I did it. It's like as I was sitting there eating it in the parking lot, I honestly didn't know what to think, and I still don't know what to think. It's definitely one thing to have, like, thoughts about your future, like having a plan, having ideas of what's coming. And then actually, like, being in that moment, you're like, wow, I'm here. Where do we go? What do we do? What matters most is that you just remain calm and keep present. If you are just joining, this podcast is a personal and therapeutic tool that I call a vocal diary. It's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and just post them for anybody who might be interested, hopefully inspiring someone. I'm not doing this for any sort of social gain or to be a better human, just kind of to be a better thought processor of my own. Not to be a better thinker than anyone else, but just to sort through thoughts in my head because there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, kind of right now I'm in this space where I don't even have a lot of thought going on. Trying to find this balance of keeping yourself engaged but not being overwhelmed. I'm just in the middle of those two. Episodes one and two of this podcast talk about who I am, so give them a listen if you haven't. They're a little bit interesting. There's just a a very wide range of topics covered. Max episode time is 20 minutes. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. So here we go. On to our first topic for this episode, to when I danced too hard at a wedding. This was at a friend's wedding in Iowa in 2018, so I was 25. Other than my quirkiness, well, just kind of diving into my quirkiness actually is, 
I grew up very, very antisocial. And toward the latter years in high school of mine, I started to gain more friends. I always wanted to have a bunch of friends. And then halfway through 11th grade, when I moved from Colorado to Iowa, I really, really got a lot of friends and started get to, started getting to know a lot of people. And this group of friends that I met, they, <laughs> I think on Fridays before school, or I don't know if like every day before school, they would just like play music outside of the band room. And remember just standing there and watching them with my hands in my pockets, just like, oh, this is cool. They're dancing. The reason I say that is thanks to that group of friends, I started to enjoy dancing. I really enjoy techno and electronic music because when I dance to it, it's like I can feel the beat. And having listened to a lot of it now, I can kind of anticipate what's coming next and just focus, yeah, just focus on the sound and be in the moment. And a lot of times when when I would start dancing, I would close my eyes and just be in like a realm of joy and peace as like an actual act of worship, just enjoying my being, enjoying being able to dance and express myself through that. Now, if you've seen me dance, I go very crazy on the dance floor. <laughs> I've told people that I, I can steal dance floors. Through my experience of dancing, I know what happens on a dance floor in that I will go crazy. Okay, there's, there are no drugs involved. It's just a pure, happy energy endorphin rush that I get. A true sense of enjoyment. Depending upon the music, I've been to weddings where the DJ just is just playing random music that doesn't really make sense. Kind of something that no one really wants to dance to. If I enjoy it somewhat... I'll get up and I'll just start like popping my arms and legs, flailing them in the air with my eyes closed, getting people to come up and dance. I'll start dancing around them and like with them. There was a wedding I went to and then I will actually get to the topic. So thank you for being patient. Toto by Africa came on and I love that song. I would just like start dancing. Sometimes I incorporate an interpretive dance into it, like a story. So like the element of high school dancing, we take that in one hand, and then we add the college mascotting in the other hand, and now it's just like this really wacky, quirky thing of me just 100% being able to enjoy the moment, not caring what people think, because when I go up to dance, People have asked me if I'm drunk or if I'm high or that someone even asked me what I wanted if I was like seeking attention. In no way am I ever seeking an, seeking attention, which is why I said earlier, if I said it, maybe I wasn't very clear, but I will be clear now in that I have to like have a pep talk with myself before going out to dance. I'm in no way doing this for any sort of approval, but I'm going to do this for me and enjoyment of my being, of my presence, my purpose, of my life, just an expression of who I am. That was beautiful. Kudos, John Michael. (laughs) Round of applause. So anyway, when I danced too hard at a wedding, it was a friend from college, and 
there was a time in the night where people were dancing, people were having a lot of fun. The only thing I had other than wedding food was coffee. So yes, I was hyped up on caffeine, which caffeine or no caffeine, like if I'm really, really tired, I can go out and dance and be just as energized as I would I were on caffeine. This wedding, dancing, short story, I don't know how long I was dancing for, but let's just say maybe an hour. Keep in mind that dancing is like a continuous exercise and that you're just like, your heart is pumping faster than normal. You're like moving your legs. It's like cardio. It's like Zumba, which is kind of cool. I'm, I'm doing a little bit right now, but you can't see it. Maybe you've heard stories of what can happen to your body if you like push it too hard through exercising. That energy will like kind of bubble up in your stomach and then it'll want to escape. We'll just say that I got sick <laughs> from dancing too much. <laughs> and heat rises, so I'll just leave it at that. Don't care what people think. If there's something in life that genuinely brings you joy, if it's dancing, just flailing your arms, going crazy. One time I was dancing at a club with my friends. I had nothing to drink. I was flailing my arms, and then a bouncer came up and asked me to calm down. And my friend actually stepped in and said, no, he's fine, he's fine. Like, he, he's like this all the time. <laughs> and I was kind of mildly offended that they came up and told me to calm down. But I got over it. Just have fun. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have fun. Which eases into our next topic, to when mascotting was my only form of exercise. Spelled C-Y instead of C-I, because our mascot's name was Cy. It's Cy. And, like, in 2013, when I had my skydiving accident, I unfortunately didn't really do much exercise after that. Mascotting was actually kind of a saving grace. Episode 1 and Episode 5 are where I talk about mascotting. Episode 1 is just a little bit. Episode 5 is more in-depth. Maybe an average of three times a week, two or three times a week, I wore that big, big red bird suit with probably an inch of padding and then f fake fur on the outside of it. Dancing and going crazy for hours upon hours. Probably one of the coolest things that I've done. I was able to just be myself and be crazy and not only like exercise, but like exercise while I was going up to people and like messing with them, just being like goofy around them. This one time I went up to this basketball player as the mascot and just, you know, ran my hands through his hair. <laughs> and he was like, hey, that was kind of funny. But if it were me going up, just like me outside of the suit going up, he'd probably be like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> but exercising specifically, like the most strenuous activities I did, okay, the first one that comes to mind was my last event, which was the... uh like the six-hour golf tournament on a maybe a 95-degree day. Yeah, that was a lot. Two more, like, really, really vigorous times. <laughs> I don't know. It was probably 10 degrees outside during a football game. Everybody in the crowd was probably really cold. But because I was, like, so overheated, it was so cold that, like, you could actually see the steam coming off of me, like the sweat evaporating. And it's kind of really cool. 
Let's see, another time. It was probably maybe a four-hour event. It was like a trivia night with a whole bunch of people. And I was just like walking around, hanging out at everybody's table. And I would go take breaks and drink a bunch of water. I think after that event is when I was so dehydrated that I drank probably six or eight glasses of water. I think it was six. Completely useless, pointless information, I know. And I'm just staring off into space at the moment, talking about... (sighs) Who knows what? Trying to keep it positive, because you know sometimes you have those days where you just wake up and you feel completely mindless, like what's going on. You feel disillusioned, disoriented. So I'm speaking to myself right now, but speaking to you also. If you haven't heard anything in this episode, I hope that you hear this and that when you feel disillusioned and disoriented, like I just talked about, hang in there, breathe. It'll be okay. It will be okay. Just take a deep breath. It's going to be fine because tomorrow's going to be a new day and it's going to be good no matter what bad things happen. Whatever negative thoughts that you have, whatever you tell yourself you're not worth, you are worth it. Okay? Good. Good. Hang in there. So you just got to drink a lot of, lot of water. And what's cool, when you're sweating a whole bunch and you drink a lot of water, you actually don't really have to go to the bathroom, which is kind of (laughs) cool. Because it's just like this... This continuous cycle of expelling water and replenishing water. Yeah, it's like this equilibrium state, which was awesome. Wow, that was actually, exercise is great. I should exercise more, like just for that satisfaction of being able to drink water and like see it come out of your pores. Some of you might think that's too much uh, information, but that's honestly like our bodies and what they do. (laughs) Just treat your body well, because it's the only one you've got. That'll be our sweet little lesson right there. Treat your body well. I should go back and listen to each one of these episodes, and write down each one of the lessons, because in a way, those are like things that I should be telling myself to do. Things that I do, things I could do better, or things I should start doing. (laughs) This next topic is bittersweet to talk about, to when I owned a water bottle for eight years. My freshman orientation at Iowa State, they had some, like, trivia moments. There were, like, 4,500 of us in this arena, and my friend and I, we sat down on the main floor as close as we could get. And then one of the questions, so at Iowa State, they have this giant iconic lake called Lake Laverne, and there are two swans, two iconic swans on the lake named Lancelot and Elaine, And the question, the trivia question to all the new students was, what are the two names of the swans? I raised my hand and actually got called upon to answer the question. I was actually like, wow, I'm glad I paid attention because I got this water bottle, this red camelback water bottle, which long story short, I lost last February, but it's okay. I took this water bottle everywhere with me. I don't know how many, like, hundreds of gallons of water I drank through that. It was 32 ounces of water, so I had to drink a lot of water. But if you know me, you know that this water bottle was like, I treasured it more than anything. There were times that I lost it, and it would 
it had its way of coming back to me. Sadly, this last time, it didn't come back. Maybe it will someday. That would be really cool, but I'm over it now. I have a new water bottle, and people make fun of me for using it because it's a blender bottle, something that you you like use to make protein shakes. They're like, why are you drinking water out of a blender bottle? I'm like, why not? <laughs> water is very, very, very important to drink. I'm I'm not a professional scientist, but I like to think that by drinking a whole bunch of water, you are giving your body the best form of nourishment that it can have. I'm going to quickly talk about this next topic because it's very, very short. And then after that, I'm going to go drink two full bottles of water out of my blender bottle. <laughs> like, yeah, drink water. Water's important, especially when it's hot out because you don't really think about it. And especially when you're working, if you start to get like disoriented or de delusional, wow, I feel like that's like this revolutionary thought of because I feel disoriented and delusional right now, just like because I'm no longer working, I should drink water. Okay, drinking a bunch of water will nourish your body, but also you need to nourish your soul. And if you've been with me throughout this whole podcast, you know that I love Jesus. And Jesus is how I nourish my soul. I love him more than anything. Like I loved my water bottle more than anything. <laughs> if you're familiar with or you've heard the story of Jesus meeting the woman at the well, in John chapter 4, basically Jesus... Jesus is sitting at Jacob's well, and this woman comes up to draw out water from the well. Jesus asks her for a drink of water. We'll just leave this really simple and say that it's weird and cool and interesting that I came to that conclusion of physical nourishment and soulful nourishment because Jesus is living water. <laughs> anyway, this next topic when I named my fish after he died. <laughs> oh gosh, I forgot the dates. Oh no. Mascotting was 2013. I was 20 years old. When I got the water bottle was in 2011 and I was 18. There you go. So the fish, he was a betta fish. We had guinea pigs and then we had betta fishes. <laughs> so I had my betta fish for a week and then he died and then I named him Jake. <laughs> And that's really, like, the only memory I had with him. I was super, super sad when, I, when he died, and I just saw him, like, floating there. Life is short. <laughs> I'm going to go drink that water now. I'm going to go drink that water now because my body is physically delusional and maybe my mind a little bit. I really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. Please feel free to share this with your family and friends and anyone and everyone you know. And also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which acts as my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>